This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is Modern Geek Podcast number 51, recorded July 23rd, 2012. I'm Chuck. And I'm Juan. Welcome back to Modern Geek. Welcome back from Comic-Con, sir. Indeed. I had a great time. I I have a little bit to say about this time, but before I get into that, I got a welcome home uh, in the form of a uh, severe thunderstorm. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, this is is really funny, because in Texas, normally that's scary because uh, they very quickly produce tornadoes in a lot of cases. Uh, I've already been in one. Uh, I'm not looking to do it again. Uh, In this case, the storm actually missed us. But as anybody who's ever lived in Texas will know, uh, just naturally from the time they're a child, (laughs) on the edge of the storm, you get a lot of lightning. And uh, we got a couple of very close lightning strikes, like the kind that, uh, yeah, like, you know, well under a mile, probably more like oh wow, under 500 meters from the house, you know? Huh. Yeah, I mean, like you can smell ozone <laughs> kind <laughs> of thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, the, the one there, if you were outside, you would have felt it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, one of those, apparently, uh, we, we have a pretty stable power system here. It's a long-running joke between uh, my friend Sean and I. Uh, he says that the uh, guy, the the guy that runs that part of the power s- supply, must uh, live in my neighborhood because like everybody's <laughs> screwed except me. Yeah, it's like, like where's the best? Yeah, where's the best uh, power? Oh, it's where the guys live. Yeah, the, yeah. the techs that have to work on it. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're like, yeah, we'll just install the best stuff here. But uh, anyway, we we got a pretty severe surge through the house. Uh, we do have some of the very high end gear, like we have a server here that uh, handles the podcasts and that sort of thing. A bunch of automated processes, which uh, the awesome Juan here wrote. Uh, that that convert and and format and move podcasts and everything. All of that uh, survived. It restarted, even though it was on a high end uh, UPS that uh, immediately yeah, tries to separate. Troubleshoot it. that. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, and that's the other thing too. Like when I mentioned at first, we thought there was a pretty significant amount of damage, possibly even the recording equipment, which would be a real downer. Um, we, you know, people were like, oh, you don't have surge protection. Well, let me tell you a story about that. Uh, I lived <laughs> I lived in Florida, also a bad place for lightning. Worse than here, believe it or not. Yeah. And uh, one of my, my roommates was an electrical engineer. He actually had, was 10 years older. And he had a house. I rented a room from him. And uh, he had just real high-end protection on everything. And we had lightning strike the house. And uh, it took out a couple of computers and some other, all on protection, good protection. And the proof of this was the fact that uh, he had one of the high-end search protectors, it was a rack mount unit, that he opened up. Uh, it had scorch marks in it, and it had melted across the contacts. <laughs> well, that's not going to do anything then. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's no It's You know what? It's like fireproof. There's no such thing. Anything yeah. will burn at a given temperature. It may be a real high temperature. It might take a while. But it will burn. Give it time. It'll, yeah. it'll, it'll do its thing. Yeah. And, and so that's it. So, you know, there's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. I got off really easy. I got to just go ahead and say I got off super easy. Uh, I lost. Uh, this is ironic. I have, uh, I think, four uh, gigabit switches in the house. 
Yep. Uh, which is funny. Uh, two eight ports and two, f- three eight ports and a five port. Something um, like that. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty sad. The first place <laughs> I worked as an IT guy, we had less gear than that. But uh, <laughs> um, I lost two switches, uh, an eight port and a five port. Um, I ended up with uh, uh, a, a, a home theater receiver in the bedroom, uh, lost its digital section. Uh, mm, like yeah. it would make sound with the amp and everything, but any digital sources into it were, were, were DOA. Right. Um, some other like little collateral stuff, but, uh, all in all is about $550 worth of damage to replace the stuff. You know, I can't complain. I want to, but I can't. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> when, when, when the main file server and the, and the, and the podcast rig survives, you kind of, you kind of look at everything else as a not bad. <laughs> Yeah, the high-end custom-built server, fine. The high-buck yeah. recording equipment, fine. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're yeah. just we're just going to go ahead and call that a win. Uh, that happens. I mean, I I had network switches pop on me too. It, it it's just something that happens, especially when you get the you know these consumer level ones that are just built with the cheapest components. They'll pop. It just happens. And Whatever. admittedly, I replaced them with the with with pretty low end stuff. Not the lowest, you know, not the twenty five dollar. Literally, there was a guy looking at switches in the buy more at the same time I picked these up, and I thought, wow, these are pretty crappy. But you know, hey, it was like one a five port was forty five dollars, and a and an eight port was uh, sixty five, and they were gigabit switches. Pretty, you know, they're reasonable. fine. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, this is junk. But you know what the hell? It's so cheap. When it pops, I'll just get another one. You know. Yep. And there's a guy there. It's this is just too expensive. I'm like, I look at him funny. He's like, you can get a you can get a a, a five port at for twenty dollars at Walmart. And I'm like, yeah, you do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad, but it's close. <laughs> but uh, a couple of things about uh, about Comic Con, San Diego well, Comic Con. Well, I had one question for you. Yeah, from, from Comic Con. Um, how was the notorious cell coverage this year? Because, <laughs> you know, normally it's just like, it's a big black hole of no data and no voice and no anything. And <laughs> yeah, didn't we have that bet uh, the pre- uh, last year, I think it was, about about whether AT&T or, or other Verizon would, would change, you know, would switch mm-hmm. over? And it turned out that neither of us really won because they both kind of balanced a little bit and and they were both well, wasn't mediocre. last year around the time where the uh, the verizon iphone was coming out yeah or? we were hoping it was going to unload at&t so it would get a little better and verizon would get a little worse and it kind of did that uh but they were both pretty bad last year oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty pretty and it depended on where yeah. you were and everything this year i don't know what the hell happened they must have had like micro cells in every you know slapped on every pole around town uh all i can say is it was amazing in almost every location, I had like full bars and data really? data service. Uh, uh, um, first of all, I work for a telecom. My opinions are my own. I did ha- have a couple people that said that they could only get text messaging working, but I'm I'm pretty sure they must have rolled out like the the disaster trucks. I think you know, like the, these yeah. kind of mobile rigs that they go and set up and hook into a decent uh, uplink. And I was looking for them. Uh, I've seen them at at uh, at sporting events and stuff. So I was looking for them. I didn't see any. I think you're absolutely right, though. Uh, I should point out there were places from time to time where I would lose signal. I didn't. It's just hard to bitch about it because pretty much anywhere around the convention center, you had no data, possibly text, possibly voice, <laughs> maybe. Right. 
and uh, spotty at best. And now you had full cover. I had full coverage in most every place. Every now and then, I was in one, a couple of uh, uh, of the medium size like ballroom areas, not uh, not ballroom twenty or uh, hall H, but some yep. of the uh, areas in the convention center. And I had kind of spotty, like it would come in and out a little, like it would work, and then it wouldn't for a little bit, and it would work. Um, but on the floor, everything, it worked the entire time. Awesome. Um, anywhere in and around the building, it was fine. Uh, it w- Let's put it this way. I mean, it was not perfect, but come on, there are 125,000 people in like three blocks. And they all have iPhones. Every last one. Some or of them, like three devices. of them. Everybody has a smartphone there. Oh, yeah. And At least you- one. If and, not more, and and if Waz showed up, you know that's that's twelve more, right? Right. <laughs> you know, just in case. I mean, you see that uh, piece that was going around about his like daily kit that includes like I can't remember five iPhones and three iPads and a, a oh, couple I Android saw something devices about that. Yeah. and two yeah. laptops and all this crap. Um, and and now we know why the uh, why the uh, fixation on mobile transport because you know you got to carry all that stuff. <laughs> Go figure. But. Um, Anyway, way better. That's all I got to say is it was it was shockingly better this time. Uh, I had another experience, uh, two, a couple other things that really improved my Comic-Con experience from a technical standpoint as well. Okay. Uh, battery is an issue. And, you know, you hear Whoa. people just the whole time just complaining left and right. Oh, my God, what's going on? My battery's draining so fast. Something screwed up. I don't understand. <laughs> well, here's what it is. You're using the crap out of your phone. Well, that and I'll also say from a technical perspective, if your phone is having trouble getting a signal, it'll boost the radio and do more reconnect attempts. Yep. So if it's hopping between a bunch of these little tiny microsites, that's going to use more battery. That's just that's just how it works. Yeah. The only reason they last as long as they do is some incredibly creative software work to minimize its usage as necessary. Like. Uh, you know, one of the reasons you'll drop every now and then is just because it's constantly trying to ride the line to use no more juice than it has to 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 make the radios go. Well, and, and incidentally, I mean, even down to the processor itself, that, this is why mobile processors are more expensive is because they have to be designed to not be on when they don't need to be. Yeah, so everything in these things is designed is that am I doing something? No, then physically power down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you got you want a tiny little battery in these things and you want it to last 20 hours. So, yeah. you know, it, it, they do their best. The thing is, at a place like that, you know, it's going to burn pretty fast anyway. Uh, you're using the crap out of it more than normal, which is going to burn it even more. So the truth is you're going to blow through battery. Um, yep. in the past couple, the first year I just ran out all the time and I was without communication a couple of time and I'm like, holes, this is I need holes. Let me plug in somewhere. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll leave that alone. Seinfeld. Uh, it's a Seinfeld <laughs> quote. Shut up. <laughs> um, last year I was like, I, I picked up some low buck kind of auxiliary batteries. Yeah. Like, uh, all the little USB charged, uh, yeah, yeah. You just plug a plug a dock cable into it and, and charge well, you know twenty yeah. percent of your iPhone or whatever. Right, I had two of them that I carried actually. One was a uh, it plugged direct had a dock connector on it and a little fold in USB on it, so you charged it with USB, but you just docked it right onto the phone. Right, and it was kind of loose and it was kind of cheap, but I paid like eight bucks for it, and I thought, what the hell, you know? And it actually worked for a while. It it still works. It doesn't hold quite as much charge, but I mean, eight bucks. Come on, shipped. Yeah, I, I actually picked up a couple of those and kind of left them charged uh, for when my power goes out. That's awesome. The best one that I had of that type for the super low buck ones was a Duracell model. 
Uh, yeah, Dur- yeah. Dur- Duracell makes one, and I bought two of them, one for Audra and one for me. Um, and they're the type you're talking about that have a USB jack on them. So if you've got whatever the hell you can plug into a USB jack, you can charge it. Like, for example, I've actually used it to charge a Motorola phone. I've used it to charge my iPhone. I've used it to charge my body bug before. Mm, yeah. You know what the hell, you know? Um, and, and they're throwaway as far as I'm concerned. I bought a couple and I thought if they give, if they get me through a day that I would be screwed, otherwise I'll call it good. And they did. I used the crap out of them last year. It was really frustrating though, because I always had wires hanging out everywhere. I was holding the phone with something either attached to it. I was worried it was going to break off or big awkward mess. Yeah. So this year I thought, you know what? I'm just going to spend the cash and buy a battery case because I normally am against this sort of thing. But, you know, uh, even even Gizmodo, who is notoriously anti-case, they believe you should just carry your phone open the way uh, the way Lord Jobs intended, you know, Um, (laughs) run it bareback. Just do it. Yeah. Feels better that way. And they make some good points. What the hell, you know, Uh, because a lot of the cases people use anyway aren't really much protection. But well, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I know what you're saying. By the time you get protection, you lose some of the things like it won't fit in your pocket. But yeah, we've I, talked. I, yeah, what, what's the popular one right now? That kind of like waterproof, damage-proof kind of super, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but like everybody has that. What's that? Otter case or whatever? Yes, yeah, the otter. Oh, yeah. In terms everybody of has that for like every model of phone is like, ha-ha, now my phone is the size of a big red brick and yeah. it won't ever break. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, I'll yeah, just be careful. Good luck with that. I'll keep you know, going with my little tiny little uh, millimeter thin uh, gel case. <laughs> yeah, I got to order another set because I like the black ones a bunch. And I, I've actually, I replaced one, not because it was falling off or anything, but it got kind of scuffed up. And I'm like, hey, I have a new one in there. Yeah, cents, mine's you know? pretty grody too. <laughs> uh, interesting report on that though. Uh, uh, our friend uh, Trish, a uh, listener of GWC and I think Modern Geeks sometimes, uh, she had bought one of the monoprice, like 50 cent monoprice bumpers. Yeah, the TPU bumper thing. Yeah, yeah. like our yeah. case, but a bumper. And uh, she actually, she had one of them come apart, uh, like after a few days, because it got caught on something and stretched. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, okay. and, and correct me, Trish, if you're listening, and I screw that up, but I, I saw that. She wasn't worried, because again, they cost less than a buck, and she had ordered a couple of them. But, uh, but interesting point on that, they're probably not quite as durable. I can say that the ones we have are great. But anyway... One thing you brought up that definitely, I think, factored into my decision, I I decided I wasn't going to buy a cheap-ass case because it's going to interface with the thing I'm going to carry it around. I I don't want junk, you know? And I thought, hey, I can spend on this, and I'll actually use it a couple years in a row, and it'll be a good investment. So I started looking around. Here were my requirements, and you could tell me what you think as far as yours would go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Number one, I wanted it to still go in my pocket. I know it's going to be bigger. It has to be. Come on, we're strapping a battery to it. But I want it to go in my jeans pocket and not look like I'm happy to see you, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no phone boners. Yeah. That's right, no phone boners. And I, I want uh, I want it to fit in and out of the pocket without it being a nightmare. Like, I don't want it to grab on oh, everything yeah. in my pocket. Remember the, uh, for the 3G uh, iPhone that I had, that big rubber one? Yeah, and it would, like, stick in your pocket every yeah, time. Yeah, I couldn't, I could never get it in and out of my pants. Yeah. Bad. Whatever. You know what? Gonna be we taken said out phone boner, so hell with it. You <laughs> yeah. know, we can just All go right. from Continuing. there. All right, continuing, yes, yeah. Uh, I think we said it. But, um... So I, I next requirement I wanted as much juice as I could possibly get and still have it fit in the pocket and do what it's supposed to, right? Yeah. I wanted it to be because I know full well there is no way that I'm going to charge it in that case, you know. 
and I'm not going to want to put the case on it all the time. I wanted it to be reasonably easy to install and uninstall from the case, not like a process. I want to be able to do it quickly on the fly. Yeah, those uh, those protective ones are like, you know, it comes with like a seven-step instruction set on how to assemble the damn thing. Yeah, you have to have a torque set to be able to get them on. No, we're not doing that. Uh, I also wanted it to stay together on its own and be reasonably durable so that at least as durable as the phone in a normal cheap case like I have. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want it to be easy to get in the case, but the case will pop off if you bump it wrong, you know? Yeah, like my, my sister had a, a BlackBerry case that protected the, the black. She had like a BlackBerry 9800 torch or whatever. And while it protected it, every time it protected it, like if she dropped it or something, the case broke into a million pieces and went flying across the room. And you have to put it all back together and reassemble it. I remember that. I had those 3G cases that did that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, it protected it, sure. But now I got to go find it amongst Comic-Con. And, and you'll never more, get it back. Or buy another one, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. And they're not 99 cents. Yeah. And the uh, uh, the last requirement was that I wanted access to the buttons and everything and the camera, and I didn't want them to feel like garbage. You know, like yeah. I wanted it to feel like reasonable real buttons if they're replacing them or whatever. And uh, and not, you, you know what I'm saying? I wanted like quality yeah. hardware. Yeah, that 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 I I would say out of the 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 kind of gel skin cases that we use, that's probably the one downside I have to them is that the uh, like the power button feels a little squishy compared to when you're running it outside the case. But uh, yeah, you you can get some of those where it has like those uh, button translators that are just cheap plastic, and and you know they they're not they they don't quite click properly, and and they just feel either gummy or um, loose. Exactly. That's just I, I I can't stand anything like that, which is why I've generally not uh, tried that many cases. That is what you've what you've described there is exactly yeah. So yeah. I wanted them I wanted to feel as close to the original as I possibly can. Right. Okay. So I started looking. I actually went to the uh, Apple Store, um, which is funny. I'd gotten my hair cut, and she likes to play with the hair and do weird things. The lady that cuts, she's been cutting for fifteen years. And she, like, does odd things to it when I go in. So I had this, like, kind of much different than normal haircut. So I go in, and the guy at the Apple Store told me I look like Anderson Cooper, which I thought was funny. Um, but All right. I should have taken a picture. But uh, I, I wanted to lay hands on these cases. I went to the Apple Store. Guess what? They actually don't carry very many cases at the Apple Store. They do. And the ones they carry are generally pretty decent. Do, uh, they, uh, do they still sell the uh, the... The bumper cases? They do. Like the Apple bumper cases? Yes, okay. they do. I would never have known except I happened to go in for that and I saw them. Yeah, those, the same those things like made news for not being cases when they first came out and then I just they completely dropped off my radar. Yeah, I, they're not for me, but a lot of people use them and, and they do still sell them and they are pretty high quality, though pricey. Uh, right. But they had the uh, Mophie case. Now, they make a bunch of them. Uh, including, oh, like the juice pack uh, battery case. Yeah. Yep, the juice pack is, is, is the one that I was looking at. Um, they had just a couple of models there, one model, really. And I was a little nervous and I found out that Best Buy carried a bunch of those. I did look at the one that was there and it looked quite high quality, like it would fit the, the requirements, you know? Okay. Uh, I went to Best Buy where someone had thankfully, oops, I said the word I shouldn't have, buy more, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not endorsing them. And they somebody had thankfully cut a case open, uh, you know, the box open. So there was one with a box open, and I was able to open it up and look at it. 
Nice. And uh, there was a guy walking around, so I kind of flagged him and said, hey, I want you to watch me if you don't mind, because I'm going to put my phone in this, you know? Yeah. And he's like, okay, fine, you know? So I did, and I stuck my phone in it. And uh, man, this was total win. Uh, they make a couple of models. The one I ended up with was the Mophie Juice Pack Plus. Plus, okay. Yeah, there are three. There's an Air, a Plus, and a Pro. And uh, the the uh, Air and the Plus are virtually identical. The Air is slightly thinner and has a, a 1.5 amp hour battery in it. Okay, and this one has a looks like a two thousand yep, milliamp. Hour. Yeah, exactly, a two amp hour battery. Right. Um, and and is just slightly thicker, which is what to be expected. It's a bigger battery in it. Right. Um, here's the trick. It's a it's a the case splits right under a little bit under the uh, uh, under the the volume buttons. Oh, right. Okay. And the top slides off. There are little rails in it that it slides onto. It's it's plastic, but it's fairly thick plastic, and uh, it has a smooth, slightly textured outer coating, kind of like the old 3G 3GS cases that were popular. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's a little grippy, and it sticks a tiny bit to a table, a smooth surface like glass or a, a melamine table or something. Yep. But but it slides into your pocket fine. It doesn't grab on anything. Uh, yep. it doesn't just snap together. You kind of slide in on the rails and then it snaps together around that. So it's being held by the rails all around and then just kind of located by the little snap connection. Right. Okay. Uh, the phone slides into it on the same kind of rail system. When you put it on, it grabs the little, uh, the little, uh, sides of the phone and there's a little indention that it slides into, and it very positively slides in from the top. You have to push on it, but not a lot. It's awesome. And then it just docks on the dock connector, and you, you slide the top on with the rails, and it snaps oh, together. I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. It's super easy to put in and take out, but it stays together when you put it together. Like, I never had it come loose at all, but all I had to do was pull on it, and it came apart. That is cool. It is. It has a really, really solid fit and finish, like shockingly solid. Like it looks like the phone, it's a phone unit when you put it together, like it was designed as this, you know? Right. Um, the buttons feel every bit as high quality as the stock buttons on the phone. Oh, so it, it is a, a, oh, I see. Yeah, it's a case around the buttons. Mm-hmm. You have uh, an opening for the mute switch, which is fine. Right. Um, yeah, it's not going to make a difference. You have an opening for the camera, which is actually a little bit deep if you look at it, but it works fine. <laughs> and you can't see it from the camera. In fact, it keeps your fingers out of it better. And oh, uh, that's 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 a good point. Yeah. And you have, uh, and then you have these really nice volume buttons on it. So it's actually uh, it does not provide access to the sim, but who cares? I mean, I don't know why you'd ever want that. Yeah, they, the if only you, time I've needed access to the sim was when I'm changing the sim cards <laughs> yeah and if you care pull it out of the case it takes two seconds yeah um another interesting kind of fact here uh that i was surprised to discover afterward i would have been fine if it didn't do this but it's actually really handy uh it, there there are a couple things number one there's a switch on the if you're looking at it with the screen of the phone facing you on the bottom left corner of it embedded okay. into it uh it's very easy to switch with a thumbnail or something but it doesn't stick out at all uh, there's a switch that allows you to turn the battery charging the phone on or off. Now, it does have smart oh. charging built in, so it won't nuke your phone if you leave it on. You can just turn it on and leave it on. Right. This is one of those smart batteries that the iPhone can kind of be aware of, right? Yes. 
Right. Okay. Oh, exactly. I see what you're talking about. The little in the bottom left corner. There's a little. Uh huh. And it act if you if you okay, look really yeah. close on the real one, it actually has shows a tiny bit of red when it's off and a little bit of green when it's on. Yeah, I can see the green uh, indicator. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you can, you can preserve this as like a backup for when you start to get low or something like that. Is that the idea? Absolutely. Like like there were some days I knew it was going to die and I just put it in the case and put it in my pocket. Right. And I left it off, and when I got to like thirty percent, I clicked it on. You know, nice. <laughs> it was great. I mean, some days I just didn't want to mess with it. Some days I put it in my normal case and threw it in my backpack. And when it started, I got to thirty percent, I just popped my case off, slid it in there, clicked it in place, turned it on. You know, if you forget and leave it on, it's fine. It's not going to kill the phone. If you, if you, uh, you know, lots of options. On the other corner, in the same place as the switch, there is a micro USB. I was going to ask what the connector is. Micro USB. So that's the standard, like, uh, same as, like, all the Motorola and exactly. and all that the stuff. The one that everybody in the world's going to have. Right. Yeah, the one that actually, I believe that was the one that was also made law in Europe uh-huh. or the UK or something like that, that you must conform to power standards or something like that. So that's cool. Um, Here's the happy surprise. Okay. It works as a dock. If you plug a standard USB to micro USB in there and plug it into your computer, the phone docks and works fine. Okay, right. So it, it does pass through the USB uh, mm-hmm. data lines. That's so cool. essentially it's if you don't want to carry one, if you're one of these people that doesn't want to carry anything, you don't have to. Technically, it's a USB to dock connector, too. Right. Okay, that's cool. Also, <laughs> not even done yet. Uh, again, this was just bonus as far as I'm concerned. I was already sold. Yeah. All right. Also, it effectively and appropriately charges both the phone and the case when you plug it in. Oh, so it's not like you have to charge a battery and then have the battery charge the phone and then go back and recharge the battery. It just does both. You can if you want, but if you just find a power source, yeah. you can just plug it into this thing and it'll charge them both. Slick. And, and in fact, because I didn't want to string crap all over the room I was staying in, in a lot of cases, I got back at the end of the day and my phone was in the case because it had been charging anyway. Uh, I just plugged it into the wall and uh, let it charge both of them. And in the morning, unplugged it. And if I wanted to take it out of the case, I did. So I ended up not using my dock connector at all the whole time I was there. That's my- cool. and, and in terms of cabling... That's a nice cable to not have to haul around is that, that, that dock connector. Exactly. I mean, I carried a bunch because I had to carry a big bag anyway, and I threw them in. Yep. I actually threw my old batteries in because I thought I might run into friends or something, and I'd literally just give it to them if I needed to, you know? Right, right. Yeah. If I got it back, whatever, you know? Um, oh, I, I had another question for you. Yeah, sure. Um, headphone jack, how is that look? Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's as good as it can be, I think. Obviously, there is a it sticks up, which means yep. that if you have a large plug that depends on being able to sit flat against the case, you're screwed. If yeah, you have, I think you're going to run into that with any case, though. I agree. If you have any kind of reasonably modern thing that works okay on your standard case or bumper or whatever, it's going to be fine with this in all likelihood. Like, I had no problem with any of the headphones that I was using. I had one problem with the... Uh, uh, with a large crappy plug that I had brought wire that I had brought in a hurry to use in the car. And actually I was able to kind of push it in and get enough seat to make it work, but I would have chosen better if I was going to. Right, right, right. So you have to think about it, but it's as good as I think you can ask for. So, uh, one drawback, it's freaking expensive. 
Okay. Um, it's a hundred bucks U.S. for the plus. Okay. Uh, the Air is uh, eighty bucks U.S. And the uh, Pro for twenty dollars though the extra yeah the extra you know half battery again and yeah yeah I think it would probably be worth the extra twenty bucks. Well, and I think really it's less money than size. Like if you were just really you really wanted it to be a thinner for whatever reason, like you had some place you put it that it wouldn't fit. Oh, in the big right. One, okay. Okay. Then I think you would buy the air. If I can tell you though, that in not skin tight or anything, but reasonably normal fitted jeans for guys that are not like baggy or anything, but not tight, you can easily put the pro, I mean the plus in your pocket. Uh, I okay. had no problem in it. And like I said, it didn't look like I was happy to see you or anything. Um, the, the pro not, not true. The pro is brick, uh, brickish, it's much larger than the others. Uh, it's maybe twice the thickness. Uh, it has a watertight cover and crap that you install. It requires that you install it as watertight ports. It has a 2.5 amp hour battery. Uh, this thing is for hiking or something. I mean, it is not for what we're talking about. Right, this is for getting caught outside in a thunderstorm during a camping trip. Right. It's 130 bucks. Uh, it's a different product, essentially. Uh, right. The Plus and the Air are really the same product, as far as I'm concerned, with a little thicker, a little different base. So not to drone on about this forever, but I was shocked at how awesome it is. I actually have been using it a little since I get back. I started running in the morning, and I love using the run tracking stuff, which kills maybe a bunch of the battery because I'm using it the whole time. Yep. Uh, so I actually have started using this on and off because it's that okay. Like I don't feel like oh my god, it's an, I got power, but damn, this is junk. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's it's fine. It's actually it's like an older phone a little bit. You know? Awesome. So yeah, I there you that's, go. That's that sounds pretty cool. So now that I've uh, blown most of the cast talking about this awesome battery pack that I thought was going to suck and ended up not sucking <laughs> magically. <laughs> What have you been using lately? I know you've been going through some fun little things. Well, maybe not quite as expensive as as, as the, like uh, the, the juice pack there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've been kind of finding small fixes for little problems. Um, oh, I love uh, doing that. Uh, as a lot of you know, I've started um, working from, from home four days out of the week and uh, in a new office on the fifth day. Um, and in, in the office, the first day we were all there, we noticed, wow, the, the air really doesn't move in here. It actually gets a, little, gets a little stale and gets a little warm. Yeah. So I, uh, I eBayed myself a little, like, $7 USB fan. Um, it's a fan that just has a, like, little, a little um, plastic uh, 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 stand that it sits on. And it, it, if you look at it, it's basically like an 80 mil case fan. <laughs> you know what? That's brilliant. I know. It's great. Those are five volt fans anyway. You get five volts out of the USB. So really, it's just tapping the wire and plugging it in. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) And it's got a little switch on the back, little plastic cage. Um, I know that a coworker got one from, you know, like, you know, buy more for that plugs into the wall for 10 bucks. But I'm like, just eBay a bunch of these. I got one, um, bought one uh, for my mom who was also having the same issue. And, uh, um, at her work and one for the office uh, and a couple for home. And it's, it's what's great about these little tiny fans is that you, you know, you have them, you know, either, you know, between your monitors or something like that. And it's, it's not that you don't get that massive rush of air in your face or anything, but it's just enough breeze to going to keep every, to keep your air, the area cool. Right. Which is perfect. 
Yeah, I, totally I think we were a little that. spoiled at the old office because there was the AC vent right above <laughs> my. Uh, almost all of our desks had these big AC fans just blasting straight down on our desks. So um, that's, that was a that's great a legacy thing, like rent control buildings in New York, but in Texas, you know. <laughs> well, it's 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 funny how simple the solution was: seven bucks and just all right, it's done. Whatever takes a couple weeks for it to arrive. I actually had to sign for the fan. <laughs> I, I go outside my uh i go out go out to get groceries after work one day and i see that there's a little uh little canada post we missed you tag i'm like what, what did really I, did I, I have to go sign uh, what is this and i get the box and i get the box and i'm like what did i order <laughs> and uh, i open it up i'm like really i have to sign for the seven dollar fan apparently right, so fine. um in that same vein Another solution uh, I had was um, on my desk now, I've got a little bit of a setup here. I've got, obviously, my Mac, uh, my PC, and my work laptop. And the work laptop uh, makes the top of my desk a little uh, tight. I've got a keyboard tray for the, for the Mac, but for the PC, I was having to move the keyboard off the desk during the day. And then when oh, I'm that done, sucks. Which, I mean, I, to be I honest, I didn't... I was... It, it's... It's not so much that I needed to use the PC while I'm working, but it's just that I don't want to have to move stuff around all the time. Right. I'd rather just be able to open and close the laptop as I need it and have the rest of it all set up. I, you know, I'm very obsessive about the way I set up my desk. Yeah, so I wouldn't I know actually, anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it comes down to it, full-size keyboard is just too big for the desk. Yeah. Uh, don't have enough room for the mi- for for the mice actually, and uh, it's just there's not enough space to work. Um, so actually, what I found uh, is a solution from Logitech. It is a uh, it's called the uh, the Logitech K three six zero three sixty. Right. Um, it's a wireless keyboard. the um, The standard part of the keyboard is about as wide about the size of a fifteen inch laptop keyboard. So actually, kind of the they're technically smaller keys, but you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, it, it's all, it has a little bit of a, a chiclet-style keyboard feel to it, like the, uh, the Mac keyboard does, the thin one. Nice. Although the keys are a little thicker, and they feel a little plasticky, but whatever. But the biggest benefit I had to this one is that it does have a full-size numpad on it. Yes, which is uh, on a desktop. I really like that. Yeah, it's it's got the kind of compressed uh, up down left right key that that goes underneath the shift button that's, and that's the, fine with me. The page up, page down, insert, home, and th- those are all compressed up at the top. Um, but I mean, this thing is nice. It's what's great about it is that it's narrow, so I can actually fit it on the desk and kind of keep it at the back of the desk. And if I if I do need to use it at any point, uh, it it's very easy to kind of move around and play with. Um, Really good reception. It's that kind of uh, Logitech unified receiver thing that I like can, that. Yeah, it's the little tiny little uh, nub. Nub. Yeah, yeah. You just plug it into the back of the machine. Um, great reception off of it. Double A batteries, which I like because a lot of keyboards are switching to triple A's now. Yeah. Which I think is uh, I would rather just be able to buy double A's and you know have and all my devices long. So I think they I don't. think it's a They're win really all down. along. Yeah, I've got a Microsoft one for my uh, for my um, for my um, TV machine uh-huh. that it takes AAA. So you know, when it dies, I have to specifically go out and get batteries for it. Yeah, you know, uh, I, a, a while back I picked up one of the HP Wireless Elite. I think the version two, 
Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. And and just I have the same kind of con- it's normal sized actually. Uh but it has the flat low motion keys almost exactly the same feel as the Apple keyboard. Right. Which I got used to on my my Mac Pro. So it feels odd going to a full-size keyboard or even, I mean, a full-motion keyboard or even those semi-checkouts. They're different. They're not bad, but you have to think about it, you know? Well, the, the other thing that I would say, yeah, I mean, I, the, the Microsoft one that I have is okay, to be honest. Um, th- this, this keyboard's like 30 bucks. Um, so I'm probably going to wind up replacing <laughs> the one on the, the media yeah, why not? Uh, box. Uh, the, the keys are that kind of like... Um, concave style keys that are typical of a Microsoft or a standard keyboard. And the other thing I noticed as well, the Microsoft one uh, doesn't quite handle um, key presses in terms of gaming or anything quite as well either. Like um, in uh, Minecraft, the, uh, I've been doing a lot of that for the, for the Let's Play that I started. And uh, to sprint, you got to double tap W. And right. the the Microsoft wireless one doesn't really work really well. Uh, it's, it's not reliable. Just enough delay that it just enough delay sometimes. that it, Minecraft doesn't recognize it as a double tap, and you oh, don't get the sprint jump. Which for some of the jumping puzzles and stuff you can do on certain maps means that you're screwed. Uh, the Logitech <laughs> one handles it really well. Logitech, I've always a lot of people say that Microsoft makes the best mice, but I would think that uh, Logitech makes the best keyboards. I, um, I think you're probably right. I haven't. Uh, I actually this picked up this HP wireless for the for the uh, the podcast rig, the one that we're recording on right now. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That wasn't the previous one, like a really old Logitech set. It was like a ten plus year old Logitech, and and you know the funny thing is, it wasn't that it quit. It was that the mouse literally just got so it was a set and everything and it got the mouse got so worn down on the top of it that eventually (laughs) i threw it away and just used the keyboard and used and picked up a a mouse for it right right and then the keyboard was just clunky because it was so different than the way all my other keyboards had evolved that i had to think about it all the time so when i saw the uh uh the hp for like 40 bucks i was like yeah okay you know i got 40 bucks this you know what I, i can tell you that i bought the the set that you had plugged into the pro tools rig uh-huh i me and my brother both had that for our gaming rigs in 2001 well see and that's not surprising and the fact that it was still fine yeah oh yeah it was great i mean and <laughs> i did that not big take gigantic care of it. logitech mouse <laughs> oh great. yeah yeah i didn't take care of it i didn't do anything i mean it just it was fine so i i think that's a testament even though i got rid of it it was a testament to logitech it, it lasted forever and it would have continued to except that i just thought oh, i got 40 bucks i'll get something that's closer to my other key and yeah. for i could tell you for pro tools editing it's fine i think it'd yeah. be great for a desktop that you used for work you know i don't know about gaming i did not pay any attention to well, how fast it is you know there, there there are some yeah there are some concerns when you get into wireless uh gaming sure. uh, or and cheap or even just oh, cheap yeah. keyboards because sometimes they wire it so like you know they figure oh you'll never press the q and the r keys at the same time so we'll, <laughs> but you know if you're gaming you might right uh as far as I can tell, this one, I have not run into any gaming problems with the Logitech Case 360, and I just wanted to bring it forward because if there's anybody that, you know, has, you know, broken a keyboard or something and is looking for a quick, cheap replacement, the, all the buy more seem to have these in, and actually, actually in various um, uh, screen-printed designs on the top as well, which all, all look pretty slick if you go and look at the Logitech page. 
thirty bucks versus like say twenty for the um, you know like the Cicero brand or the you know the, <laughs> the, the local buy more generic. Right. Uh, the extra ten bucks, I would say, is worth it, and uh, it's it's a reliable piece of hardware, and uh, I'm very very happy with it. Well, that's good to hear. That's that's always good. It's always fun to hear about that kind of stuff because you, uh, you know, it's just handy to be able to buy something that you know will work. Right. Well, and speaking of something that'll work, and in the same um, vein, uh, I was having problems with my uh, my Magic Mouse on the on the on the Mini. Yeah, I'm using a Mac Mini as the desktop, and uh, at this point, it's behind a another. You know the the the. Ah, sorry, the magic mouse is on the keyboard tray underneath a wood desk, underneath a wireless keyboard, and uh, also with a laptop in the way. The Bluetooth signal was cutting out. Right. So I'm like, oh, man, am I going to have to switch to a wired mouse? I've gotten really used to the yeah, uh, side scrolling on the magic mouse, right? I'm with you. I love it. All the two finger gestures and stuff. Like I'm using iTunes full screen now. And <laughs> it, it's just, I can't get rid of it. I'm, I'm addicted to using the magic mouse. So. I'm like, okay, how do I fix this? And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at the kind of random pile of USB garbage that I have sitting on my, uh, on my monitor stand. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, I'm not using this Bluetooth adapter for anything. It's a standard, like, off eBay, $4 uh, Bluetooth 4.0 range, 5 to 10 meter. Um, 5 to 10 US- times what you need. <laughs> yeah, Bluetooth dongle. And I'm like, oh, where can I plug it in? Well, I've got the USB hub on the desk. That's not going to give me much. That might get around the laptop, but I've still got the wood to, the, to go through as well as the, the wireless keyboards and mice and stuff. It's not going to help me any. And then I'm, kinda, I, I'm looking down and looking at the mouse, and I look over to the keyboard, and I go, you know, huh. you know this keyboard has two low-power USB plugs on the side that i never use (laughs) so i plug the dongle into the right usb port on the keyboard (laughs) it instantly powers up os 10 knows to supersede the internal bluetooth with the external usb turns off one radio turns on the other it says bluetooth connection lost so i plug in the usb mouse i pair it back up and i have not had a signal problem since well yeah because it's right by the damn keyboard it's it's got to go like five inches not five meters yeah and i i for the life of me i can't imagine why i didn't do this sooner it's like if <laughs> if you if you are using the the apple usb full-size little aluminum keyboard and a magic mouse there is no reason not to go on ebay pick up a four dollar adapter plug it into the side of the the keyboard and just never have any more connection problems ever <laughs> I, I can't see any reason for that not to be what you would do right now. I was, I was just like, why did I not do this earlier? <laughs> it's such a stupid, cheap, simple, no-brainer fix. But you just have to think about it. Well, I, I that's awesome. That is a great tip. You know, that's one of those things that you don't... I mean, you didn't think about it, which means if you'd have heard it from somebody, you'd have been like, yeah. Der- yeah. I should well, do it- that. I, I always get so pleased when I figure out one of those because it's it's just like it's it's nothing complicated. It's just such a very very elegant simple fix. Nothing is there's no downside to it. It's just perfect. <laughs> and it's just one of those ones that I just you come across and you go, hee hee, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm with you. I think having one of those little Bluetooth nubs and one of those little wireless nu- uh, Wi-Fi nubs and all that crap yeah. in your like like crap kit 
Like literally I have a box of little crap that I keep for like, you never know when I need to solve a problem, you know? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, I ordered two more of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know what I'll use them for, but you know, this one was useful. So let's get a couple more and see how it goes. Right. Hell yeah. Well, man, this has been a great podcast. I love this catching up with all this because we're always, you know, we're always tweaking stuff and it's just mm-hmm. awesome to like catch up on some of it. I know we've got a lot more, so uh, maybe another one of these in the future. Mm-hmm. Anything, oh, you, anything you want to add here at the end? Uh, not really. No, just, uh, yeah, welcome back. And uh, and uh, if, if, if anybody that's listening has come across any kind of stupid, simple fixes like that, let us know. Oh, yes, uh, please. Yeah, call it in or, or send us an email. Hell yes. Hell yes. We'll see you next week. From everyone here at Modern Geek and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have something to add to the show, a news tip, feedback on anything we've discussed, or just some random awesomeness, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. And follow the instructions there to leave us a message for inclusion in a future podcast. You'll find other GWC podcasts, as well as the friendliest people in geekdom, on the GWC website and forum, galacticwatercooler.com. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keep all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate.